was once the best in the game. I read a Franklin, just put respect on my name. Toast to the connection the game. To every fiend that waited for the SSI check and it came. We set up shop on the first, the bricks was with me. So he got more SSIs than Mississippi. Dime bags gave him six for 50. We shot it out, rarely hit, was like six for 50. Then found out we could get the giffies. For all the days I couldn't get the griffies. Trying to make up just for lost time. Fuck what you saying, nigga. No, I want mine. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting, sitting across from me, Eman Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we're here on this beautiful sunny day in the state of Michigan, Ooh. in the city of Plymouth, in, you know, where we reside in Detroit. Yes, sir. On this 80, 85 degree weather right now. Beautiful 85 degree weather. I was out, uh, I was out doing a little bit of day drinking. No, so were you? It's been pretty great. It's been a pretty solid day. I was sitting out on our front porch, <laughs> porch, shirtless and everything. I had... Had the whole chest out. Let the, let the taco meat out. <laughs> but uh, anyways, that was Aretha by Fred the Godson to start the podcast because we got to keep Fred the Godson's memory alive. Bam, 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 bam. Um, the other day was just um, the uh, year anniversary of his passing, Fred the Godson, on April 23rd, unfortunately, of last year. Uh, passed away to due to complications of COVID nineteen. That's one of those guys that never really got his flowers while he's alive. Never either. got his flowers so. while he's alive. So I definitely want to make sure we um, uh, promote him. If I didn't have three something olds this week, I'd probably go with the Fred the Guy Outside album. So that actually just made up my mind for what I got next week. Um, spoiler alert, but. Yeah. Um, Fred the Godson was phenomenal, man. Like, he was a rapper's rapper. You know, he represented uh, the Bronx, New York. Um, I, I used to love watching him. He would come up on Sway, uh, Sway in the morning a lot, and he would do freestyles, spit freestyles with Sway and Oswin. And, you know, he's just a super awesome, friendly guy and an amazing MC. So we want to say rest in peace. Fred's the Godson. Um, and normally we do that. We will get into our RIPs and birthdays and all that good stuff, and then the beer, and then we get into our phone call. But we're on a bit of but a time clock schedule we're here. We're actually this week. gonna get into the phone call <laughs> so, first. So we're gonna call our it. guest um, right now. So I'll kick it over to E Man to introduce who we're about to call. All right. So uh, on the line, we're gonna have. Uh, Jamal from Black Calder Brewing. If you guys are familiar with Black Calder Brewing, all my like beer aficionados out there, uh, Black Calder Brewing was the first, or actually is the first, uh, uh, black-owned craft brewery in the state of Michigan, and they're based out in Grand Rapids. So that's really dope. Especially, I, I love seeing the representation as a person of color in this field, in this industry. It's really rare to see like black people in this fucking industry mm -hmm. to be honest with you and it's it's crazy we're trying you know we're trying to step away from the bearded white guys all the time no offense neil i like their tagline <laughs> i like their tagline we came we saw we cultured <laughs> i like that that's cool all right the merch game is on point too oh yeah we uh they actually sent us they sent uh myself and Lindsay a hoodie so, oh nice yeah. <laughs> so shout out to them yeah oh yeah uh so let me get them on the line with without further ado He's also a big hip hop head as well, so Love it's it. gonna be fun. But we can you talk. Hey, what's up, Jamal? What up, Joe? How you doing, man? What's going on? How you doing? Not bad, man. Good to have you on the line. Welcome to the show. Uh, glad hey, to talk to you for again. Me. Yeah, man. Yeah, appreciate it. So we're gonna talk a little bit about beer, but I know you're a hip hop head too, so we're gonna throw some of that at you as well. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Uh, I do want to get into the story of Black Calder Brewing and just how it came about. Just for, you know, for those who don't know. 
Yeah, so uh, me and Terry have been homebrewing for quite a while, but we uh, we met each other at actually a work uh, a work meeting uh, about three or four years ago now, um, and got to just talking about beer, and he ended up asking if I wanted to start a brewery, and we just kind of linked up over beer and been going at it ever since. And then what kind of, like, I know you guys, like, one thing I love about you guys, too, is the artwork on your beers. So, like, I know, like, we had the one, like, I, I, I don't know if it was, was it your grandma or, or uh, Terry's grandma stepping over uh, Patty LaBelle? Yeah, that was Terry's grandma. <laughs> so that, uh, that sweet potato style was based off of his grandma's uh, sweet potato pie recipe. And just so for context, that, uh... the uh, the infamous Iverson stepping over Ty Lue. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then Patty LaBelle with her sweet potato pies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. I'm Neil, yeah, by the way. Nice to meet you. Yeah, Neil's uh, the podcast guest. I'm sorry, I'm bad at introductions. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. Yeah, man. Uh, so, Hip Hop Head, what are you listening to currently? What's in Serato right now? <laughs> oh, man, right now, so I'm an old school hip hop cat, so a lot of the new stuff don't really don't really float my boat. Um, I like the Big Sean project, the last one he just came out with. Detroit 2? Uh, Detroit 2. Yeah, I was just listening to that last night. Uh, pretty much anything Black Thought right now, he's killing the game. Ooh. He's been killing the game for years. Um, I started listening to that game, the last game that came out. Uh, was that Born to Rap? And that's been heavy. And, yeah, Born to Rap. That was the wildest album cover, though. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned about um, not being super into a lot of the new stuff, because I was just reading, I think it was yesterday I was reading it, Nas had just put out or released a statement saying that uh, – None of the new guys right now impress him all that much. He's like, there's stuff that's cool, but there's nothing that's really keeping me awake at night, like making me rewind the track 30 times. <laughs> yeah, so I saw something like that or something about that. Yeah. He just came out with a nice one uh, not too long ago. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I think him getting together with Hit Boy was a good uh, decision on his part because they did a good oh, album yeah. together. Yeah. Going back to beer, man, so what, what inspired you to get into this industry? Um... So for me, like I said, it was really meeting Terry um, and just getting into it that way. But, you know, being a craft brew fan, you know, for a number of years before I met Terry, um, just kind of seeing, you know, kind of how, you know, how breweries are, you know, how it's not necessarily as uh, as inclusive as you would want, you know in the in the tap room in terms of you know who's in there and what what themes are represented within the brewery um so i mean as far as opening this one you know that's really where my where my passion is as far as you know where i want our tap room to look like in, in terms of uh you know just being able to represent the culture and, and being able to represent who we are i'm glad you um, said i was gonna say know, i'm glad you said that because that was actually my next question how important is the representation in just this industry in general because i was just talking to neil a little bit like before we called you we're, i mean this is kind of we're trying to stay away and i mean me doing stuff with beers for everyone and you know me being in this industry as well as long as with mm -hmm. you guys too it's just you don't see that many people that look like us in this industry so right. how important is it for representation to be prominent and then like you know just be like, hey, there's opportunities out here for, you know, people that look like us to do this. Yeah, no, I think it's extremely important, you know, as people see more brewers, um, you know, of color and more, um, you know, people in, in management positions and breweries of color. I think, uh, you know, that'll open up people's eyes to number one, the career paths, but then also, you know, just different breweries and different styles of beer. So I think the more you see, you know, brewers of color, 
owners of color, you'll see more consumers, and it's just kind of a, you know, kind of a domino effect. Do you guys remember what, as a uh, company, what the first beer that you guys brewed officially was for, uh, like, when you first got your doors open? Yeah, so we launched in October. Um, our first release was the Black IPA that okay. we did. Um, and that sold out in a few days. Uh, we were doing online orders through Brewery Vivant. Um, and, yeah, that sold out in less than a week. That's awesome. And then our next release uh, wasn't the Sweet Potato Style. It was the Bougie S'more Style. Um, that sold out in, like, four minutes. Man. <laughs> so we've had some really good success in the releases that we've come out with so far. We just sold out of the um, the Black Lager that we did. Um, that didn't sell out as quick, but uh, it sold out nonetheless. So we are all sold out of beer today. That's good problems. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I know the collab did really well too. Uh, like yeah, I heard it did. Stuff. Yeah, the collab sold out actually, and it was about a week, wasn't it? Yeah, about yeah, a week, week and a half or so. We did a yeah. Eastern Market did the collab with Black. Oh Hall yeah, that's right. Here. I remember you telling me about yeah. that. So, do you guys have any like um, super fans yet? And kind of what I mean by that is like, I got a buddy who's really into this brewery in Indiana called Four Fifty North that do all these like specialize in these like slushy beers. Mm. And man, he goes like every time they re- release, he drives to Indiana and like loads up his trunk like full of as much as he can grab and stuff. So I was just curious if you guys have any any people that are like that that make the trips out and order tons of it at a time and stuff yeah nobody in particular i mean we did uh for our first couple releases um we actually had a few people from detroit drive o- over from there Hell to yeah. come out to grand rapids to pick up um you know pick up some cans um so yeah nobody in particular but we've had folks from detroit uh, chicago area come up and um and want to meet us so i think that'd be really a good cool idea for us a little road trip to Grand Rapids. I mean, that's yeah, the mecca sure. in the state. For <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I haven't been to Grand Rapids in a long ass time. That'd be fun. One thing yeah, I... so we just been we just been blessed to get get all the you know get all the support we've gotten from from everybody since we launched. I gotta say, um, as a, um, I talk me and E Man talk about this on the podcast all the time. How much we love like album artwork. And I'm looking at your guys' website right now. I was just going to say I'm that. Like, Man, you guys got a great lo- <laughs> I, I logo. I love the logo. And I was going <laughs> to ask you like, whose idea was that for the logo? So the concept for the logo, I would say it was my idea. I wanted it to be something that, you know, represented our culture and who we were, but I also wanted it to be something that we could use like a, you know, similar to a Starbucks, kind of how they have their, their goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we ended up finding, so Terry was working with the, uh, the lady who made the logo and we ended up finding these beer goddesses from, from African lore. Um, and the one that ours is a representative of is Bama, Baba Buana Wersa, and she is the, the African beer goddess over, or yeah, the African beer goddess of the Zulu Nation in South Africa. That's awesome. Yeah, oh. It looks great. It turns out great. Something about the colors black and gold to me. I always love they them. Always they, look, out, they look great together. Yeah, I love those colors. Too. Yeah, me too. And my dad went to Purdue, so I'm, maybe I'm, it's a little bit oh, because of their little, colors. A little bias there. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> Man, all right, so going back into music, is there anybody, I know you said that, you know, like the newer cats, like you're not really, you know, it's not new music you're listening to right now, but is there anybody you're kind of excited to, like, to see if they drop soon, like this year? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I'm going to have to say no, nah, not off the top of my head. I can't think of anybody, like, that I listen to on a regular basis that's even got anything planned. We're all jazz, or we're all worked up over here about uh, a possible Kendrick release. 
or that's what got us oh, is he supposed to come on? Did you? Yeah. Did you? Did, I don't know if you follow Top Dog on Instagram. They put out a, and actually we can. I guess we can combine this. Yeah, for sure. But like they had a uh, a loading screen come up and it said like the wait is over and somebody's dropping in five seventeen. It was like a loading bar. Our guess is SZA. Yeah, I think but, I mean that'd be more SZA. likely. But, but everyone's you know, been we're waiting on Kendrick. Kendrick. It's been four years since Kendrick dropped, so. I don't know. We'll see yes. what happens. Kendrick, Kendrick would definitely be at the top of my list. If yeah, I had to. yeah, <laughs> me too, choose. man. And that was like that's, that's like well, we don't want to keep because I know you had to get off soon, but we'll we'll talk about it some more, man, with the whole uh, who it could possibly be and everything and decoding this a little bit. All right, one, more, <laughs> one last question before we let you go, man. Uh, is there any advice you want to give to anybody trying to start in a brewery, uh, starting to start like a brewery up or get into beer or you know anything like that? Like, what what would be like your best advice you would give? Purchase a beer kit and just start brewing beer. Like, too small. There's no such thing as too small. Um, you know, if it's something that you think you want to do, start drinking beer, start brewing beer. Just get into it. It's, it's no uh, no real wrong, wrong way to get into it. Um, you know, we talk about the industry being or, or needing to be more inclusive. But, you know, I will say, too, as I got more into the industry and started, you know, seeking out information, um, you know, everybody was super helpful that, that I've encountered uh, along the way. So it's not necessarily exclusive, um, but I think just the, the nature of the industry and how it is, uh, the demographic of people that have that have worked in the industry and, and own breweries in the industry, just by default, you know, they will typically have relationships with folks that look like them. So, um, you know, if, if neither side is reaching out, you know, it, it kind of stays stagnant, but um, yeah, I, that would be my advice: is just to get involved. Dig it. That's how. I mean, that's how a lot of people started. That's how I started. Yeah. Yep. I was gonna say, if E Man can brew it in our terribly tiny, shitty kitchen, then you can <laughs> brew it anywhere. <laughs> but uh, man, we appreciate you coming on. And if there's ever a time, you know, like on this podcast, the whole reason we started was to, you know, big up um, fellow Michiganders in business and in art. So if there's anything you ever want us to, you know, promote, plug, or whatever, just get out reach out to us and we have no problem doing that on the podcast because that's kind of what we started this whole thing for oh man it's all love man i appreciate y'all having me on and hopefully i can do this again with you guys pretty soon yeah absolutely man man. and maybe we can get down to grand rapids and actually see the brewery so that's another thing we don't have a location yet okay we're you know still working on um and we actually had some opportunities come up recently that might put us in the Detroit area. Oh, shit. So we're kind of weighing options man to see how things go um but yeah, I'll, you I'll know how you many sure. independent breweries there are in Detroit? Not many. Not not, <laughs> not many. No, at there's all. really not what that I've many. Been looking at, yeah, there's not. Yeah, there's mostly uh, larger larger breweries. So yeah, you definitely get our us and our friends coming to your joint if you if you had it in Detroit. That's for sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely keep you guys posted and Sweet. hopefully we can uh, we can make that move and make a splash in the city. Sounds good. Appreciate man. it, man. Appreciate your time. All right, take care, fellas. Take care. Take care. All right. Good guy, man. Which one of these two gentlemen is that that we just talked to? Uh, That on the left. On the left? Yep, that would be Jamal. Yep. Cool. Yeah, he's a nice guy. That's Yeah, the whole operation seems like it's a cool thing. 
Um, you know, I've actually never met Terry. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, I, like he did the collab. Like Jamal come down for the collabs and stuff like that. I've met Jamal a couple of times, and you know, I, was, I talked to him on the phone just like just now and a couple other times too. Yeah, I've never got a chance to meet or talk to Terry. Though. I might have but, to actually yeah, order one kind of, of these hoodies because I actually. Oh, dude, <laughs> really yeah, their their merch is dope. Like, holla at Lindsay. Lindsay's got one actually, right now. <laughs> I was just looking at um the website. They got some really dope hats too. Man, I love their merch. They're getting like, and they're just. I mean, well. I, they're just really cool guys, man, overall. So Yeah, and again, for any of you guys that's interested in that, that's Black Calder Brewing. It's B-L-A-C-K-C-A-L-D-E-R, Brewing Company. Um, you can just go on Google and search them out and find there's cool articles written about them. They got a merch page. They got the brewing store, so it's pretty cool. Um, shout out to those guys. But anyways, we're going to backtrack now because we did things a little out of order um, with our RIPs and birthdays that we usually get to before the beer. And I will kick it over to E-Man this week um, to talk about the RIPs because these ones kind of affected more of the things in his wheelhouse of life with, um, you know, anime and um, things of that nature. So, E-Man? All right. So, uh, first of all, we have Bernie Kahn, who uh, passed away at 90, more famous for The Addams Family and Bewitched. Mm. Uh, who did he play on Bewitched? You know, or on, on, on the, I'm sorry, on The Addams Family. I want to say, say it was Bernie Kahn is his name. Let's see. Is it with like K? Bernie Kahn. Uh, Adam's family. <laughs> I'm totally spelling this shit so wrong. I'm definitely botched <laughs> this name. I'm going to lie to you. <laughs> uh, uh, Bernie. Oh, no. Why can't I find it? Can't. Oh. Uh, writer. I'm sorry. Oh, there was okay. a writer right, right, for right. Bewitched uh, in Adam's Family. Uh, I apologize, ladies right. and gentlemen. That's my bad. All right. Uh, so that R.I.P. Uh, John Hinch, uh, Hinch from Judas Priest passed away at 73. Mm, shitty. Yeah. Uh, that's a really, really. I actually, I mean, Judas Priest. I, I, there's only one song I really know. To be honest uh, with you, Judas that was Priest definitely was more than badass. Out my, uh, <laughs> that was definitely out my, out my wheelhouse. Yeah, but, I mean, I was yeah. never super into them, but I definitely have a lot of respect for them because they were one of the, the law, uh, one of the, the originators in this whole shit. I like Hellbent, Hellbent, Balada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gianna Bryant would be 15. Yeah, rest and in so peace. That's still that's super GG. sad. That, yeah, that's a really, really sad story still, and that still doesn't sit with me right. Yeah, so. that really sucks. Uh, Sansuki Kenkuchi 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 I'm sorry if I botched that name uh, Passed away at 89 It is the uh, composer For one of my favorite Animes and a lot of people's animes of all time Dragon Ball Z Ooh. So the composer and like the person Behind the music of Dragon Ball Passed away at 89 uh, Really really sad story actually That's my childhood man That's a That's a tough one uh, we also have Ana Lucia Mendez, who was a voice actress for such things as Digimon, as well as Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars, Sonic X, and Death Note, uh, passed away as well. Uh, so RIP to her. I, 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 my most famous role for her was all, was Misa Misa on Death Note, as well as, uh, as a uh, what do you call? I forgot the blind girl's name from uh, Avatar. Shit, I, oh, I'm I drawing a blank. Go. I don't know either. Toph. 
Toph. Toph from Av- uh, from Avatar. When the is Last that Airbender. next one coming out? Isn't that supposed to be coming out sometimes? The animated one, not not the real life one. But there's a no. You're oh, so oh, no no no. Okay. You're thinking right. of yeah, James yeah, yeah. Cameron in okay. Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avatar: The Last Airbender is totally different. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See. All right. So shout out to Danae. I fucking to- I, was, I had the same conversation with her, and I just totally forgot again. Wah, yeah. Wah. She was like, "You should check out Avatar," and I was like, "The movie? I didn't really like the movie all that much." She's like, "No, actually, it's just a show. It's way better than the movie." I was like, "Oh, okay." And I was like, "The Last Airbender." I'm like, "Is that like the movie, The Last Airbender?" No, She's Avatar: like, no, The Last Airbender. Also Better. <laughs> Avatar: The Last Airbender and Avatar are two totally different things. One, I actually didn't mind the Avatar movie. I never went back to it because it's it long, sweet to it's watch, long as but, shit. Yeah. So I never went back to it. But James Cameron apparently is cranking them bitches out. But that's not who we're talking about right now. Right, we're talking okay. about Ana Lucia Mendes. Gotcha. So yeah. R.I.P. to her. Yeah, R.I.P. And to her. I think that was the last R.I.P. Oh yeah, Gino Hayes. Uh, ex- we reported on this a little bit earlier because uh, he was. 33 and he went into hospice he passed away at 33 uh from liver cancer uh mm, so, so it progressed really fast yeah. and i've never heard of a 33 year old in hospice so right. that's really really sad so prayers up for his family yep and that's and then again it for Fred the godson again shock g again dmx who oh, they yeah. just named uh december 18th dmx day uh and you know and and um yep upstate Black new Rob. york uh New York State declares D, uh, December 18th DMX Day. So, yeah. yeah. That's so, really tight. R.I.P. to X, R.I.P. to Shock G, R.I.P. to Black Rob. And and f- in full circle of death is life, and so celebrating more life. Happy birthday to ya. Happy, Happy birthday to ya. <laughs> Eric, you might not throw some auto-tune on this bad boy. <laughs> our, our, our voices are perfectly in tune. Right. Um, all right Live so, ad-libs, baby. As for the birthdays, uh, one of my favorite funny men, uh, Kevin James, turned, I forgot what age, I want to say 50-something, probably. Probably, yeah, I would guess probably. I, I, let me see if I can guess while you're looking it up. Kevin go James 53. has turned higher. Higher, really? 55? A little higher. Really? 57. 56. Wow. Kevin James turned 56. The wow, man that's behind crazy. Paul Blart, King of Queens. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Grown ups, grown ups too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love Kevin James, man. I, that's actually my white celebrity lookalike, unfortunately. I get that a lot. What? I get that Kevin a lot. Kevin James? I get that. We have the same shape head, apparently. Uh, somebody said that to me. Uh, a friend of mine who passed away actually told me that. And I'm um, thinking about it, the more I look at him, like, I don't like this. I gotta do but some I like it at comparison. the same time. We have the same shape head. And I, I hate and I hate to admit it, but we do. I'm like, God. Let me damn see it. here. Let me see here. Let me see here. That's my white doppelganger, apparently. So, I guess I could a little bit see it. I never he kind of looks like a fat Jeremy Piven. <laughs> I never really realized that before. <laughs> Holy shit. I watched uh, a really weird movie with him where he plays this like crazy skinhead like serial killer on fucking Amazon Prime or something. Yeah. It was really weird. It's just the it's this it's literally the shape of the face. Yeah, I that, mean, maybe, that's I, it. I, I, I can see it a little bit. That's, yeah, it might be the shapes of your noses. That too. Huh. Anyway, but huh. Yeah. happy birthday, Kevin James. <laughs> there could be worse people to be compared to. He's a, at least he's a handsome guy. I mean, also I get Marcus Houston, so that's that's, I can a, see we- Marcus, that's a weird that fucking I can wi- see. That's <laughs> the <laughs> biggest spectrum ever. Marcus <laughs> Houston, I can actually <laughs> see. I can actually see that a little bit. That's, how do you get Kevin James and Marcus Houston? <laughs> Only me. That's uh, funny. So on top of that, we have another big birthday as Travis Scott. Yeah! Yeah! It's lit! <laughs> Straight up! 
<laughs> Travis Scott turned 29. Uh, so happy birthday to happy birthday to the Astro World Rodeo Birds in the Trap scene McKnight. Uh, I forgot his mixtape. Days before rodeo yep. rapper. Yep. <laughs> uh, arguably one of the, actually probably was one of the top dogs of this generation mm-hmm. for sure. So and I got to see him live at the Astro World tour and it was fucking great. Yep. Do bringing roller coasters on stage. Also, I just took a DNA test. Turns out, happy birthday to Lizzo. Detroit. Detroit <laughs> and Houston native. Also Houston with Travis Scott. So that's life coming together. Yep. Uh, yeah. And abs. Who else? We. Oh. If you smell <laughs> what this man is cooking, happy birthday to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Whose birthday is actually today. How old so, is The Rock now? 50? Oh, fuck. He's got to be in his 50s, I bet. He's got to be, or close to. I say... L- 48, maybe? I think he's 50. 50 your guess? Yeah. Close. What is it? 49. 49, oh <laughs> shit! The Rock is getting older. That's crazy. Actually, 50's not Have old at all. Have you watched his uh, show Young Rock? No, I haven't. It's pretty great. I've heard good things about it, though. It's pretty great. Then but, um, Ballers, I think Ballers just got canceled. What that was? Ballers got canceled. Oh shit! I, I, I kind of so. fell off with it. It was entertaining, it but it was kind of like canceled, the sports it version ended. of Entourage. It ended, but it's by canceled and stuff like that. But huh. it, it had like I think it had a send off, like where it was like the final episode. Thing. Interesting. Yeah, but it was kind of like the sports Entourage. It was the sports Entourage yeah. for sure. Which is funny because I just read this article saying um, talking about how um, the writers of Entourage, I believe it was, think that like HBO Max has buried Entourage on the st- streaming service, like Entourage is a misogynistic like, show. However, I do love it. And there was the whole like, <laughs> it is, and Jeremy Piven got me too. It's well, very, so. it's the most bro show I've ever oh, seen. Is. But I it, never really was is. that big into it. It was like entertaining to watch. It was like one of those things that you you're like. As you're watching it, you recognize it's not that great. Like, Adrian Gennier, I think, is one of the worst fucking actors I, on he play, is. Face is. What has he done since Entourage? <laughs> he's was so it bad. 10 Things I Hate About You and that? Oh, no, was it was it that? that was or was it She All That? Uh, it was one of, it was one of those one 90s was. movies. I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Um, but, but, yeah, no, he's a terrible no, actor. Uh, besides, Turtle sucks, Besides too. Turtle in Power, I think that's the only one I really did. Yeah. Shit. Well, obviously I always Jeremy liked Pippen, um, but Kevin Dillon was pretty funny. Kevin Dillon, yeah. He was funny. He was probably the reason I kept watching it. Him and like Johnny Drama. Yeah, Johnny Drama was fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'll, I'll get a lot of shit. I like Lloyd this. too. Lloyd was funny. Yeah, but, but um, I, I actually really enjoyed Entourage. I'm not gonna lie. And I watched. I mean, the it's an entertaining stuff, show for inter- sure. Is it, I mean, is you're, it good? You're kind of no. watching it for but like the cameos. You're watching it for like you know just for typical it Hollywood. Was, I think shit. it was loosely based on Mark Wahlberg's like yeah, time it was, and, for sure. Yeah, it definitely was for sure. Right. Um, but as we always do while we're t- uh, cracking open our beers, I'll let you introduce the beers, but we're going to pour up while we listen to some of the songs from uh, the birthdays and, and RIPs. But uh, before we do that, I'll have in- our E-Man introduce what beer we are about to try. All right. So let's go. What's, cr- what's cracking, Brew Detroit? <laughs> so we have Yumtown from Brew Detroit. It is a lager. Brewed with Michigan cherries mm. and lime. I like that. Uh, this is, especially being 80 degrees out, this might be one of the most tasty, refreshing beers I've had in a minute. Mm, uh, so going by Untapped, we got the description being, and you can follow us on Untapped at beats underscore and underscore brews. We started with an easy drinking lager base. Addition of tart Michigan cherries and key lime and a pleasant sweetness to this perfect summertime brew. 
Uh, Yumtown comes in at about 4.7 ABV and 12 IBUs, making it light, easy, drinkable beer. Something perfect for, you know, the summer when it's getting hot out. And like, hey, I don't want this heavy-ass stout. Let me get this shit. So, yeah. Uh, the label alone it. is calling my name. It just looks like it's, like, thirst-quenching. I'm like, oh, those cherries and the limes. I like it. But, uh, yeah, so as we're giving a little sip of this, here's a little bit of music for y'all. Thing coming, and here's a little bit of the old Lizzo for you. Fuck a fucking feelings, yo Once upon a time I was a hoe I don't even wanna hoe no more Got you something from the liquor store Little bit of Lizzo and some more Trying to open up a little more Sorry if my heart a little slow wait to see her at Bonnaroo Yeah, it's gonna be crazy you, like, It depends for me what else is playing Because Bonnaroo, that's the one she's problem the with Bonnaroo Yeah, but there's a lot of op- overlapping shit I'm, at Bonnaroo I'm so. gonna see Lizzo It depends I'm, for I'm me I'm just keep it 100 with you I'm definitely seeing Lizzo at Bonnaroo By the way, we're going to Bonnaroo <laughs> roof we haven't talked about it i don't oh, think we talked we about should actually talk about that because we keep skipping over it but uh and last but certainly not least yeah here's one of my favorite songs off astral world stop trying to be god travis scott just know if this is a bad Palm trees, oceans, fresh air that can break your heart. Stop trying to be God. Stop trying to be God. That's not who you are. Stop trying to be God. That's just not your. This is the one where he's got um, Stevie Wonder's on it, isn't he? Playing Stevie harmonica Wonder and shit. Yeah, who else? And who's singing on it? James Blake. Oh yeah, James Blake for yeah. sure. Yeah, you're right. I, I, um, I've said yeah, this before down. in pause. I really would not mind having a white noise machine of Kid Cudi humming. <laughs> <laughs> See, <yeah. laughs> That's pretty funny. I like that. Um, but anyways, yeah, this beer is fucking delicious, you know, man. I really, really, really like it. Describe um, the bad boy. It's very refreshing. So like, I thought it was gonna be like. 
more like overpowering on the flavor. And it's really not. You can definitely, it definitely still tastes like a lager, but it definitely has like a nice like aftertaste notes of like the lime and cherry, which I think is really delicious. Um, it's it's very light. It doesn't feel like it's a heavy beer at all. So like I guess as E-Man always says, it's drinkable. Uh, crushable. Drinkable, crushable. crushable. <laughs> Those aren't like technical beer terms, mind yeah. you. Uh, crushable isn't for sure. Yeah. Sessionable is the term, I guess, <laughs> that you should say. Sessionable. No, but I really Session- like this. I would drink a lot more of these. What's the alcohol percentage on this shit? Four point seven. One of the light ones, huh? Which is kind of a refreshing every once in a while, you know? I have these super overpowering strong beers. Um, yeah, what do you think? Dude, I would drink this beer at this time of year any fucking time like mm-hmm. it's it's gr- it's just great for just being hot out and stuff like that like it it's just the perfect summer beer for me yeah like, I agree, a, like this type of beer is just great like it's not too overpowering with the fruit it's still like really sessionable and like really like balanced like it, it's a great beer where is yumtown at i've never even heard of this well, before. Brew Detroit. Oh, it's Brew, Brew Detroit. Detroit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I Yum, Yum, Yum Town's oh, okay, the name okay, of the beer. Okay, got you. <laughs> I'm like Yum Town. I've never heard of this brewery. <laughs> <laughs> call it call it Brewery Yum Town. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of funny. <laughs> hey man, we going to Yum Town to get some beers. <laughs> yeah. I don't that know. Do you funny. say pause after that? I don't even know. Like, <laughs> it sounds like something like. Mm, this beer is Yumtown. <laughs> now that, my friend, is Poss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, that's a good beer. But um, I guess we can now move right along into something old and something new. Real quick, shout out to Nappy Devi for killing it last night. Oh, shit, nice. Yeah, he. Uh, I showed up at... Uh, Damn, what's the name of that place? I was just at downtown. Willis Showbar. I was at Willis Showbar downtown Detroit, so shout out to him. I actually ran the Giacomo and a couple other people I've been talking to trying to get on the pod, so trying to make something happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, on into something old, something new, Um, E-Man. Something old, something new. No, come new. on, dude. So something, something old, old, something, something new. I want new. you to do it, <laughs> but you're so much better at ah, it. Fuck. Than me. All right, fine. <laughs> something, something old, old, something, something new, 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 new. It's mostly for my entertainment. <laughs> no, we, we've we've gotten some feedback on it, and people like it. So, <laughs> I, think so too. I guess we're gonna keep it now. <laughs> yeah. Um. And, yeah, we're going to spend some time here because I've actually got um, a couple for something new, um, and I've got three for something old this week as well. So um, we got plenty of time to talk about music today. I got one and one. One and so. one. <laughs> All right, then I guess that means I should probably start it off then. Um, and I guess we would start it with something old. And this is a group that I'm really excited to get into. I love, like, so I thought I was pegged, like, you know, I'm not, I don't know everything about all music, but I've got a pretty vast knowledge of a wide variety of shit. And there is something that was birthed right in our backyards that I never knew about uh, until this week. And honestly, I got to say shout out to WDET, uh, Detroit's NPR station that's out of Wayne State College. Um, I've learned a lot about music uh, from them over the years, listening on like Saturday evenings. They play a lot of cool music, and they got Culture Shift, which they are always trying to highlight different um, genres and um, you know cultures of music that goes on around the world. So I learned about a lot of cool world music. I learned about shit that happens here in Detroit. And having said all that, 
Um, that's how I learned about the Jones Girls because they were playing the Jones Girls music last Saturday on my drive home from work, and I'm like, what is this shit? This is amazing. And apparently the Jones Girls was uh, started right here in Detroit in the late 70s, early 80s um, with three sisters. There was Brenda Jones, Shirley Jones, and Valerie Jones, and they were in a group together and were in a kind of a cool era, in my opinion, because their first album, which... Um, I'm going to talk about here in a second, came out in 1979, and they're on that cool cusp of um, the era of, like, the end of the soul music era and kind of into disco, so I feel like their music kind of bridges those gaps. It has, like, soul elements, but then also has, like, the up-tempo vibe of um, disco music, so I thought that was really cool, and, man, they got a lot of really cool songs and shit that... um, has been sampled over the years um, by different hip-hop artists. Um, so, yeah, the Jones Girls self-titled album came out in 1979, and it's just really, really fucking good. Um, I don't know how, or how much or how much to say about it because I'm still pretty new to it, so I'm still kind of settling in. Um, so I guess it could be something old and something new, really, for me because it's new to me. But, um, yeah, it ended up – let's see, I think it ended up – a number number 12 on the charts is where it landed um on the soul chart number 38 on the hot 100 um but they were kind of like a weird in, anomaly a little bit because they weren't super duper popular enough to get them garner them success and have tours and all that but like kind of floated a little bit under the radar it feels like to me and they were motown you know they started here in detroit or they weren't signed to motown but they started here in in the motor city so um Shout out to them. Let me just pull up a song here so you guys can hear them because I really love the whole album. Um, the Jones Girls, and I want you guys to get a little taste of it. All right. You all. And unfortunately, two of the three sisters have passed away um, since um all the success one died of alcoholism in her 40s another one passed away in a car accident but um the the remaining member um still tours um with a couple of her nieces i believe so anyway so here is their first album and i'm gonna play let's see you're gonna this is their song that really put them on the map so let's play that and this is the one that i heard was like oh shit this is tight this song is called you're gonna make me love somebody else by the Jones sisters, and it's Shirley Jones that still tours. Um, Brenda Jones and Valerie Jones have passed away. But, um, 
Yeah, that uh, it's just kind of floored me because I had never heard about it, and that kind of led me down a whole week of listening to disco music. So those will be my other two picks. But before I get to those, I will kick it over to E-Man for his something old. All right. So funny story. I'm scrolling on the book, uh, you know, minding my own business, and as things do, a video pops up that kind of caught my eye, right? <laughs> and it was a video. Uh, it was a uh, Kanye West doing an interview in 2000. I want to say 2008, 2009-ish or something like that. And he was talking about him and Jay Z. Actually, it might have been Watch the Throne, Kanye. But anyway, so mm-hmm. that 2010. Anyway, so. He was talking about they were, wa- they were trying to figure out what movie to watch on the plane. Okay. Right? And Kanye was talking about, yeah, like, you know, like Mean Girls and stuff like that. And Jay-Z was talking about, actually, no. <laughs> so what happened is Jay-Z was talking about he likes get out of gangster movies like Casino and Scarface, Goodfellas, like shit like that. Uh-huh. And Kanye was like, do you have, do you watch any, like, movies about regular people <laughs> so they watch mean girls <laughs> so they watch and that made me think about my something oh and then i actually went through a wormhole with this with Lindsay when we were talking about that and i told her about it and it's what brought me to a wormhole of my something oh which would be kanye west graduation that came yeah. out september 11th 2007 that is uh, a great album. one of my favorite kanye albums probably my top three favorite Kanye albums, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who don't know, if you don't know, you obviously have not listened to anything in this podcast. We talk about Kanye West a lot. Graduation is the third studio album by American rapper and producer Kanye West, released on September 11th, 2007, through Def Jam Recording and Rockefeller Records. Recording sessions took place between 2005 and 2007 in there's several studios in New York, Los Angeles. I don't really care about that part. Uh, features out like artists such as T-Pain, Lil Wayne, Most Def, DJ Premier, Chris Martin of Coldplay, and the artwork was by Takashi Momoraki. Hmm. I know that he does a lot of he does a lot of stuff for a lot of artists. I know he did a lot of Billie Eilish stuff too. So oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so Graduation debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart, selling over 957,000 copies the first week, which is damn near platinum already. Mm-hmm. That's gold and damn near platinum in the first week. That's yep. insane. Since it has sold 5 million copies in the United States and has been certified qu- quintuple platinum? Quadruple? That quadruple? Yeah. Quintu- no, quintuple. Quintuple. Oh, really? Quadruple's four. Quintuple's yeah, so five. five times platinum? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, my favorite memory of this album that wasn't anything dealing with the music was the con- was the thing on BT. Uh, what was the BT show that they used to fucking run? Wait, which uh, what kind of show was it? Uh, the one where they do like the top ten. One hundred six in Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you know that? And I don't. I used to watch that <laughs> shit. On, I used to watch One Hundred Six in Park on the reg. <laughs> anyway, so I think yeah, they had a competition. I, it was either it was either I want to say One Hundred Six in Park. It might have been TRL, but I want to say it was One Hundred Six in Park. Mm-hmm. That Fifty Cent came in. He was releasing Curtis at that same the same day, mm-hmm. and they had a competition of who sells more yeah, will retire that. from like rap. Oh yeah. Kanye obviously sold more, and Fifty Cent is still making music. So and <laughs> and I mean not to mention that album is like eight thousand times better than Curtis. <laughs> yeah, Curtis had a couple hits on it overall. Kanye just, won that one yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they had a whole Rolling Stone album cover about that, like Fifty verses. They had they like. They did a good job, 50 and um, Kanye, using that as a marketing tool for both their albums. Uh, it definitely helped them both. It was named one of the best albums of 2007 by multiple publications, including Rolling Stones and U.S. Today. 
And Rolling Stones actually named it the 500 great, one of the great, like 500 greatest albums of all time. Personally, it's my favorite Kanye West album. It's a top three for me, for sure. I, I love it. definitely am probably gonna put, fuck, man. Uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy spot. That's my a close one. second to me, yeah. but I think graduation edges it a little bit more. Um, on a creative uh, sense, I think beautiful dark twisted fantasy maybe because like he was really experimental during that time. But graduation for me, I don't know. The whole thing is just like start to finish. I agree. I mean, there's not many bad Kanye projects. So. No, actually, that's that's a good question that I wanted to bring up with you while we still while we're on Kanye real quick because you know this is something they've been talking on the internet lately. I think maybe the the whole TDE like countdown thing with uh, someone releasing on May seventh started it, but they were talking about. Um, which solo rap? This was they're talking about on Ebro on, on Hot ninety seven and them. They're saying which solo rappers have came out the gate with four straight classic albums. And there's only a couple people in that conversation, and they were talking about you know Kendrick is one of them because he's been four out the gate. Kanye was another yeah, four, out the, four out the gate. Kendrick's been three. What, what, four out the gate. Overly dedicated. Overly dedicated. No, are we counting no, that? Section eighty. Uh, Good kid, Mad City. Are we counting Section eighty? Fuck yeah! That, that was, was his first album. That was independent. That was his first that, album. Do you count that? That wasn't like a major release. That though. is one thousand percent a major that? release. He was touring on that and everything. I saw I mean, him he was on the Section eighty tour. Dedicated to C four. Does that count? Like definitely counts. It's an album and it's phenomenal. Um, so yeah, it's the Section 80, um, To Pimp a Butterfly, Damn, I mean, uh, Good Kid, Kid Mad City, City, To Pimp a Butterfly, Damn, and you could even throw, if you really wanted to, you could throw Untitled Unmastered in that shit, because that shit's phenomenal too. But so Kanye's another one, but like even some of our favorite ones having like Eminem didn't do it, Jay-Z didn't do it, That wasn't it, a major Nas release, that was just it. Top Dog, fam. It doesn't matter, it's still I, an I know album. what you mean, it's I know what you mean. It's still his first album. I, I mean, Overly Dedicated is the first album by that by that standard. I, I don't know. I think that I, one was more I, of a mixtape status. I think status. it's three. I got to go three majors, so the next one will be his fourth. Well, I don't know. For I me, definitely count first. it because I think it's one of the best it, Oh, it's an amazing ever. album. So. I'm, not, I'm not discrediting you on that yeah. at all. And it's an but. album. There's no mixtape shit on it. So, um, But, yeah, so Kanye's in that. Kendrick's in that. And there's not that many either. Like, you, if you even go to some of your favorites, like Eminem didn't have four. Jay-Z didn't have four in a row. Out the gate. Uh, Nas didn't have four in a row out the gate. Like, J. Cole didn't have four in a row out the gate. Like, there's only a very few select people that went four bangers in a row. Yeah, J. Cole definitely don't have four out the gate. His fr- <laughs> I, I, yeah, the first one was not that great to yep. me. It didn't hold up. Yep. But the, everything else has been so So it's, it's just crazy. So, has been amazing. so everyone's, like, really, like, wondering, like, with this next Kanye or this Kendrick project, if he can keep this fucking this streak alive because, you know, whether you want to count what I just said um, as Section 80 being the first one or not, like he's got three major labels in a row that are fucking outstanding. Like, I mean, one of them's a Pulitzer Prize winner, and I honestly think there you two go. could be. Got it. Three <laughs> major label ones. Got it. Okay. Now, now we're talking. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that was his fourth out. You're right. Mm-hmm. Section 80 was definitely his first like actual album. I'll give you mm-hmm. that. Um. But yeah, so I'm really excited for this too, and that's a great pick, anyways, for yours. And what song would you like me to play off graduation? Big Brother. Okay. Because we were talking about the Kanye and Jay Z riff, so that's how we went down that wormhole. And then you play that song. Um, speak. We're gonna talk. Actually, we'll talk about that a little bit in something new, because I know we'll get around to it. But here's Big Brother from Kanye, off graduation. <laughs> Stadium status. Um. My big brother was Big's brother 
Used to be Dame and Big's brother Who was hip-hop brother? Who was no ID friend? No ID my mentor Now let the story begin It's the hard knock life tour Sell out picture us in the mall Copping iceberg and yell out Jigger Yeah, that's a weird yell out Yell out You know the name, do I gotta spell out Or tell about J-A-Y And Ye so shy That he won't even step to his idol to say hi Standing there like a mime And let the chance pass by Back of my mind, he could change your life With all these beats I did, at least let him hear At least you could brag to your friends back at the gig But he got me out my mama crib Then he helped me get my mama a crib Big brother was Big's brother Used to be Dame and Big's brother Who was hip-hop brother Who was no ID friend No ID my mentor And I let the story begin Big brother out of Kanye after graduation God, that album's so good um, and now back to my uh, next something old, which is going all the way back um, to 1977 um, to Italian um, electronic disco producer. They call him the father of disco, um, Giorgio Moroder, um, whose album From Here to Eternity is my next uh, something old. And it is... Um, just phenomenal. I mean, if you listen to any of that the disco music of that era, like his sound was so heavily in that scene in that time frame. You know, with Donna Summers, "I Feel Love," and um, you know, just he he really honed in on that disco sound and blended disco with like that electronic music sound as well. Like that really like resonates with me at least. Um, and I got to shout out my boy Stevie T from Dugatron. He's kind of. Um, my resident um, electronic go-to for me. <laughs> like, so if I'm ever looking for any like, kind of electronic music, I'll just I, I have a few friends that I chop it up with, you know, about different genres of music, and I'll go to Stevie, and we were talking about different disco shit, and so we got talking about Giorgio, and this album is just really, really inventive, man. Like, um, he was really making some new, interesting, cool sounds on this, and you know, I got into him. He's 81. He's been around for a long time, and I've had what Swiss Beats was saying at DMX's funeral heavy on my mind lately, and I know we do a good job of it, but, like, just to give flowers to people while they're still around and breathing and can smell them, you know? And, I mean, that's really our entire it's important podcast. to get the flowers while they can still smell them. Kanye says that in the yeah. song we just played. Yep, yeah, and, yeah he does. <laughs> and, um, and, honestly, I think that's, like, basically what the name of the game is with our podcast. It's pretty much all we do on the podcast is give out flowers, so... But we just want to, you know, like I always want to shout him out. Shit on a couple things. We really don't know. We don't really. I mean, we don't really bring it up. But I mean, only if it's stuff that like can weather the storm. We're not just out here trashing music for the sake of trashing music. I I don't see any value of that. Um, It's funny too because I'm reading this book right now that's called The Four uh, Reasons, and that's kind of like the the gist of it. There's these four different, uh, the four agreements. I'm sorry, the four agreements, and the first agreement is um, using your word. with intention and purpose and you know even if you if if even if it's not true even if it's opinion based you know something that you say to someone else then sticks in their head and becomes a truth so they're already going to have a skewed view on something or believe it themselves or so it's about using your your words uh, with intent you know cuz like we said last episode music is subjective so in short you know don't shit on other people's opinions because everybody thinks differently Everybody yeah. thinks differently. Everybody we all come from different backgrounds. We exactly. all come from different experiences. Don't shit on other people's opinions. Exactly. But yeah, Giorgio Marauder, he is amazing. Um, let me get on to 
playing some of it for you because he's the man. Um, which is actually, I'm going to play this song because we always talk about how much we love samples and shit on this podcast. And this one's not even a sample that's in rap music. And it's a song I hadn't heard in forever, but I recognized it right off the bat. And it's from the opening track, which is the title track of the album, From Here to Eternity. And right off, right off the rip when I was listening to it at work, I'm like, holy shit, this is the sample that, if I don't know if you guys remember the band Garbage from the 90s, they had a really popular song called Stupid Girl. And this is definitely a sample from that. So here is uh, From Here to Eternity um, off his album by the same name. From here to that's where she takes me. From here to eternity, with love, with love, with love. My intro to Giorgio was much later in life. It was when uh, Daft Punk put out Random Access Memories. They got that song that has the intro, like where it's Giorgio talking about, you know, his career, and then it kind of goes into the song, and it's just fucking phenomenal. But yeah, so shout out to him. And then my last one, I'll keep it short since I've got three. Um, it's in the same wheelhouse in this disco wheelhouse that I've been in this week. I try to change it up every week to kind of you know show a little versatility, and that it's just not all hip hop on the show. Um, and that is by um, singer and composer Sylvester, um, who unfortunately died at 41 in 1988, which is when I was one years old. But um, he has this album called Step Two that came out in 1978 that is just so fucking good, man. Like I was just like I was floored by like some of this stuff. I've never heard it before um, this week, honestly. And I definitely can recognize some of the songs. Like, you definitely know a couple of the songs on there. Like, oh, shit, I didn't even realize this was him. But, um, yeah, he's he was really influential in the disco era around 1978. He had he found a lot of success with this and kind of um, was able to secure regular um, roles off of this and uh, even got some movie roles off this album. He was in a movie called The Rose with uh, Bette Midler, and uh, he was in... Um, he played a drag queen in Bob Seger's The Fire Down Below. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he it, the album is phenomenal. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Like I said earlier with the last one, I'm just kind of simil- I'm, I'm new to it, so I'm still learning. 
Um, but I wanted to play you guys a little bit of it just so you can hear the fire that it is. And I also got to say, if if you're on title, um, and hopefully maybe some of the title people can hear this, I hate when they fuck this shit up like this. They've got two different Sylvester's blended into the same artist page. Like, they've got albums from, like, 2020 that are clearly not Sylvester. It's, like, on some fucking emo shit. And it's definitely not the same artist. So, title, get your shit together and fix this. Also, title, <laughs> I find it hilarious that there is a Jay Z curated Nas playlist. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll get into that in a minute. However, <laughs> that, sure. that is fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, the song I'm going to play for you is the opening track on um, Step Two by Sylvester, and it's called You Make Me Feel Mighty Real. Um, this song is just fire. So, here's a little bit of that. feel mighty real um i just been really into those man i listened to disco almost for 12 hours straight yesterday at work and those up-tempo records man just had me in the zone man. i really love that shit um so i definitely i think i will be finding myself exploring that genre quite a bit more over this summer um but yeah that's what i got for you um go back and listen to those albums if you haven't heard them before and also, if, uh, I really want to say, I, I posted it on my Instagram. If you want to get a good disco playlist, start it with I Feel Love by Donna Summer and just hit Artist Radio on Tidal or whatever, man. They, whoo, fire on that shit. But anyways, moving on um, to something new now. I will kick it back over to my compadre, E-Man, for his something new. I literally have one, but there's also... Actually, no, I have a couple, but there's a couple I do want to talk about that I haven't yeah. listened yet. Um cool. So one I did listen to, it actually two surprised me. There was two albums that really surprised me that I went into with very low expectations because it's really not my cup of tea. However, I really did enjoy it. Uh, one was the Young Stoner Life 2 album with Young Thug and everybody on Stoner Life. I haven't heard that yet, but I heard Life. It's fucking great. Yeah. It's actually really good. I'm, I'm surprised. Cause I'm, you know how like I am, and you're the same way with Young Thug. It's just like I'm kind of indifferent on. Right. I don't I don't not like them, and I don't really like them at the same time, but if somebody throws them on, I'm not going to change it. Mm-hmm. No, I actually really enjoyed this album straight through. Uh, there's a couple tracks on there that absolutely fucking bang, and I got to say that. Uh, as well as the Moneybag Yo album was surprisingly on, really move, good. Before we move on to that, let's get one out of this. Young, wait, what's the name of the album again? Uh, YSL 2, Young Stoner Life 2. Young Stoner Life 2. 
Oh, Slime Language Two. I'm oh, sorry. Slime Language Two. Slime Language Two. Young Stoner Life is the name of the label. Uh, why? Yeah, st- Slime Language Two. Which song would you like me to play off? Holy shit. Um, there's a lot of bangers on here, bro. Let's go with. Let's go with the Drake record. Oh, we we're gonna get flagged for that though. Should we go with the one with Travis Scott since it's his birthday? It's also gonna get flagged for that, but yeah, sure, let's do it. All right, we're gonna go <laughs> with Diamonds Dancing, featuring Travis Scott by Young Thug and Gunna. Young Stoner Life, two. Slime language two. Slime language two. Duh. <laughs> All these diamonds in my chains got me dancing around this bitch. I'm Martin Luther King, black diamonds on my wrist. Put your sippings on my kids, put your cocoa on my bitch. Put that fofo on the squid, then you cop pop, pop it up. I've been in the trenches, they tried to be specific. I fell in love my bitches, they sold them for some riches. This money be my missus, drive me crazy, I need really. I told them I'm so slimy, I'm so shady, I admit it, yeah. Slack like the shoot, slack like the murk. 21 guns to lose, drilling, put in the word. Cut his tonsil side, say it hurt. Keep a new fofo, yeah, let it burst. Not in this particular song, yeah. mind you, but in general, and I'd never really listened to him, listen to him like, alright, I, I get it. I get the appeal now. I love him on that Corday song, so I'm gonna go back and check this out. Yeah, I like it. Uh before my, you get to your next one, we'll go back and forth since I have a couple and you have a couple. So you we'll go, bounced a couple yeah. straight through though the last time. So let That's me get let me, just, let me get one. mine out the way. Oh, real I mean, quick. Okay. All right, cool. So my second one I'm gonna go with is a gangsters paying my money back, yo. Uh, this album's actually really good. I didn't think I was gonna like it. Um, Moneybag Yo might have, like, <laughs> he honestly got, like, a summer anthem for me with that time today. I really love that track, and straight through, the album was really solid. I mean, I don't mind, like, you know, it's kind of like I got, like, that whole, like, new school, like, bop to it and everything like that. Like, it definitely is something you want to listen to, like, you want to be outside for, you want to be in the car, for sure, or riding somewhere. But yeah, it's definitely got some. Uh, it's definitely got some bang too. It's got some bangers off this album. Uh, Time today is actually my like track of my favorite. My favorite track off there, which was a single. It says "Gangsters Pain." Yep, "Gangsters Pain." Okay. Uh, what was the name of the song? Time today. Uh, Time today. Yep. Okay. Here's "Time Today" by Moneybag Yo off "Gangsters Pain." I just looked at my wrist, I got time today Fuck it, I'm crossing the line today The hate be so real, the love be fake Be bumping they gums and bumping my tape Don't go against me, they ask for my help Go get out your feelings and get it yourself Might got the same shoes, but you ain't gonna step nope. That shit that you just put out, you coulda kept Yup, she got a nigga, he got a shirt Why? You can't compete when you can't compare Here. She ate the dick through my underwear uh. Got up and got herself out of there I see they put me on memes <laughs> and things Don't speak on my life without knowing the real Eight figures a year, what it cost me to live Don't hold it, just say what you feel But watch your mouth before I fly at your bitch Work. To a place that she didn't know exist Metal terrain water my wrist Ish. Keep it on piss how I'm talking my shit Six figure check for a show, man, I'm lit, lit. Let's celebrate now my bag legit Go. These niggas with me with whatever I'm with yeah. Didn't know who did it, got everybody hit Bitch, Brr. I don't like niggas, I don't like bitches I don't like nobody, nobody, nobody. We can get gangster, we can keep it cordial How you wanna go back? How you wanna do it? I don't backtrack, man, fuck that I don't miss nobody I don't miss nothing. Left it on scene, I ain't right back I don't trust nobody Period. I just looked at my wrist I think I got that's the very first song I've ever heard by Moneybag, yo Definitely got some flow. Right? That's yeah. what I said. I'm like, all right. I never really listened to him. I've like always heard the name. Like, I usually judge if I'm going to listen to somebody. Like, why be in Corday? I wasn't going to listen to Corday off the name. And I listened to him. Like, oh, yeah. He, he, yeah, yeah he, this guy's like, 
You yeah, banks. I don't know about that eat a dick through the underwear line, but I mean, besides that, it's pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what sold me on the song right there, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, damn. <laughs> Must be hungry. Must be hungry. That's funny. All right, so I guess we'll kick it over. Oh, did you have any? Uh, we'll go Lucy's we, we, afterwards. The Khaled, the Khaled album, I mean. I haven't listened yet. Eh, I, I, think, eh. I actually thought the Cardi B song was pretty hard. The I Cardi B song, the, the her, all, all the her tracks were great, too. I didn't hear those ones, and I really had to check Migos those out. The Migos one was cool, and then, she got, a, and then when she got one with the babies, Little Baby and the Babies. I don't know if this is a hot take or not, because I haven't been paying too much attention to the interwebs reaction on it, but um, I did not like the Jay-Z Nas record. I was not nope. a fan. Nope. Um, <laughs> nope. and, the, and, and their verses and I, I weren't love, that. I mean, their verses were okay. They felt a little uninspired to me. It was but some I just grown the, man shit. The like, beat was just boring as shit. Like it's just like I don't want to hear them like on like some strings and this grandiose. We got to put Nas and Jay together. Jay together, so we got to make some you know beat that's like bigger than life. Like no, dude, just put them on some boom bap hip hop shit. I Let them fucking rap. That's what it was. The bar, <laughs> like the actual. Bars and lyrics were dope. It's just yeah. that the song didn't really catch me like that. Right. I didn't watch the video yet. I know there's a video for it, but I just saw someone yeah. put po- someone posted like Jay Z cannot go one goddamn song without reminding us who his wife is. <laughs> Which is I funny. mean, well, yeah. I mean, if my wife was Beyonce, I would do the same shit. <laughs> Probably <laughs> yeah. so. But yeah, um, yeah, I did not like that song very much. Um, and you know, Nas and Jay Z are two of my favorites. And you know, th- they'll. We don't talk too much shit about music on here, but they'll be fine. <laughs> so, you know, like nah, we could offer our critique nah, on Jay and Nas. They're good. Nah, then, I mean, Jay-Z and Nas are not listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. They're so, definitely not. <laughs> I, I mean, I could sleep easy at night, <laughs> yeah. even though I know they're two of my favorite rappers of all time. <laughs> sure. I just didn't like this particular track. So yeah. but I, I can sleep easy at night knowing that they don't listen to this podcast and, and I won't get crucified for it. And <laughs> honestly, I'm just not that big of a fan of DJ Khaled as like an A&R like album guy mm, like he's he, he definitely can make records i'm not <laughs> denying that but like i just don't i think it's just he i don't makes like it how, too much about himself and not the record i don't like how every song yeah, has a 45 he, second intro i mean we did, the best I mean, dj khaled diddy did that for 10 years diddy's guilty of it too Get, diddy's, 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 diddy's on this album doing that too he's definitely guilty of it as well yeah. diddy actually does that on this album I, as well surprised me but no uh i i didn't mind the album overall i don't i don't think it was the best effort on anybody's part. Uh, there, I mean, there's a tr- couple tracks on there. Like he threw "Pop Star" on there, that Drake song. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I love that song actually. Yeah, um, it's all right. That like like I said, he had her on a couple tracks with one with the babies, the little baby and the baby, and then another one with uh, I think who the fuck did she? Oh, Migos. Migos mm-hmm. was the other one. There was one there was one track I I know I didn't like on top of my head. I think it was Post Malone and. Somebody I would never pair Post Malone with was on this album. I thought the um, the shit with I know I just mentioned it before, but the shit with Cardi, like I could hear a whole album like like that, like Cardi on some street shit. Like that sounds tight. I like when Cardi's so like, on some street shit and on some super poppy shit because that I don't like that up record at all. But that song on Khaled, I'm like damn, this is good. Like Cardi just oh, straight. Spin. There you go. It was Post Malone, Megan Thee Stallion, Little Baby, and who the fuck else is on this record? Yeah. Isn't her on it? Hers uh, on the Migos one, right? That's not the Migos one. That's different. Oh. Uh, Little Baby and... Is it Dub Baby, too? Or just... or I don't know. It cut Title cut it off, so I can't see who the last person is on this. Hmm. Uh, Bieber and 21 Savage are together. Interesting. That's a very interesting combo. <laughs> <laughs> is Timberlake would, on there, too? Timberlake, 
is rap is singing on something that was probably meant for Chris Brown. Yes, <laughs> it's probably meant for. <laughs> Speaking of which, I just read that Chris Brown and Tory Lanez have a joint album coming out together. Oh, whatever, man. I'm not. I, I don't care. <laughs> uh, I, I, and the thing is, I've, I've always been a fan of Chris Brown music. Me too. I, like his like, antics. His other antics. Doesn't is good look good right now putting a, an album out with Tory Lanez while he's got an open case about shooting a woman. It is both babies. It's little baby the baby, Megan the Stallion, and Post Malone. Got you. Okay. Lots of babies. Yeah. All the all the babies. <laughs> all the babies. <laughs> there's an interesting one on here too, though. That I really there's a track. Oh, there's another track I actually did like off this. It, there was the one with Diddy, ironically. Uh, Big Sean, A Boogie with the Hoodie, and Rick Ross. Oh, tight. That That's sounds like a good, actually a great that combo. That sounds like a good combo. I like that too. Yeah. If you put uh, A Boogie on the hook with that one, it would probably be great. Hell yeah, that's for sure. Um, Bryson Tiller, Meek Mill, and her. That was the other track I like. Yeah. Wait, what you want to say that again? Bryson Tiller, Meek Mill, and her. Oh, that's wow, a that really great like a track. track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to listen to that one for <laughs> sure. Should I play that one? Oh uh, yeah, we can play that one. Oh, yes. let's, let's let's just play it. Eric, we love you. <laughs> We're almost done. We are almost done. We don't have too much in the news stuff. So after we finish this up, that'll be a wrap. Um. Khaled Khaled. By the way, Khaled Khaled is actually his name. Like, that's his real name. Khaled Khaled. The double Khaled. She's got two of the same name. Did you know that? No. I just no, learned I did that not. I just learned that today. Is it really? Yeah, that's really his name. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what? All right. That's... Here we go. Here's a little bit of Bryson Tiller, Meek Mill, Her, and DJ Khaled. I really didn't know that. Baby, see, I know you're so tired. Yeah, help has arrived, baby. Look up in the sky. We the oh, yeah, best music. That's what it was. Cause I gave it all. I gave it. I gave it. Another one. God, she's amazing. Shout out to her for winning an Oscar as well. Fucking on her path to the EGOT status. Her real and quick. Joey badass. Yeah, Joey, Joey, Joey. Joey actually didn't win an Oscar himself, but the movie won yeah. an Oscar. So I got that factoid wrong. Um, but yeah, all right. So on to my um, something news. I got two, and I'll make them relatively quick. Um, so out of Chinese American um, producer, singer, multi instrumentalist Zhu uh, from the Bay Area. I'm gonna say Rich Chigger. Nope. Uh, <laughs> no, Zhu, um, who is a phenomenal musician that I've seen at um, Electric Forest. Uh, he just puts on a fucking hell of a show. Like his singing voice kind of reminds me sometimes of the weekend a little bit, but I think he's actually been around a little bit longer than the weekend. But. Um, he put out a new project called Dreamland, and it is phenomenal. It's got a bunch of cool features on here. Um, you got uh, Code of the Friend is on here. You got Tanache is on here. Um, so it's just a really, really fucking good album. And I will just play a little bit of it so you can get a little clip of what it's like. Let's see. Which one do I want to go with? K. 
kick it off. I really like this Soko song, so let's go with Soko. Here's a little bit of Soko out of Producer Zoo. And that's spelled Z-H-U if you're trying to look it up. I could hear The weekend on this specific record, by the way. This girl, she was broken, broken. Her daddy's never satisfied. Nobody ever got her open, open. She closed the door and started to cry. Then one day she met someone older, older. Someone who promised her new lives. But he just with her emotions, emotions. Leaving her trapped in a web of lies. She can't sleep Popping pills for her self-esteem Random but she lonely She never felt free She that's a little bit of Soko. That's not one of the more down-tempo songs, but most of the shit is like raging-ass fucking loud electronic music, and it's fucking great. But I just really like that song. But, uh, yeah, so then that was my one something new. And then this next one isn't really necessarily new, but it is new. They just put it out. Um, it's a live Amy Winehouse compilation from different... Live um, at the BBC? Yeah, live at the BBC. It's different years. I thought it was all in 2007, but it looks like it's from uh, 2009 all the way down to 2003 is the the oldest one. So um, it's really, really good. And most of it's with Jules Holland, and which is also you know, a phenomenal musician if you're not familiar with Jules Holland. But um, let's see. Which one did I want to play off it? Um... I'm going to play Take the Box off it, which is live from the Mercury Prize Awards in 2004. Um, I really love the different bands' arrangements on here, too. It really turned out great. So here's a little bit of that, um, and that is my something news.
Take the box from uh, Amy Winehouse's new live album that they just released. Is that um, the end of uh, something else, something new? Yeah, that's all the ones I got. Um, an honorable mention, since we're running long, I'm not going to play it, but I'll just mention it. I really do love the new Joyner Lucas song with Lil Baby. I, I thought that was I fucking really cool. I yeah, I'll, I'll um, check it out on the way home. Joyner Lucas is kind of tapping into more of the Lil Baby style flow, and it that, sounds good, Is bro. that good? It, no, it is sounds really good. good. No, it sounds really good. And the concept is really cool. I really like, obviously, Joyner's like a fucking phenomenal with his videos and the visuals. And this is another um, phenomenal effort out of him with the visual. The, the video turned out really good. So shout out to Joyner uh, and uh, Lil Baby as real well. Real quick, there's a couple album anniversaries we didn't okay. talk about. Uh, Luther Vandross, Power of Love, turned 30. Woo! And then, because we're local, this is Detroit, and it's a really big group, uh, D12 World turned 17. Ooh-ee. And also, uh, Acid Rap turned 8. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Caniva from D12 just posted like a video of Bugs. Shout out to Bugs and Rest in Peace Bugs. Um, rapping at one of the old like ciphers back in the day, and I was like, I watched it probably 15 times in a row. I was like, this is so <laughs> tight, dude. Like, it was really cool. So, um, shout out to D12. That album, I mean, that was like we kind of gloss over it because, like, now I mean, it's a little bit far removed from their I like, got a super funny popularity. Story for you but about like, D12 those World. albums went like I think double, triple platinum. Each I got one a of them. funny story for you about this. So mm-hmm. I was in eighth grade when D12 World came out, and I will never forget. I was about mm, 12, 13 ish. I want to say something around there when this album came out, and I remember going to my mom, like going to my mom, like. Because I, you know, at the time, record stores were a thing. We didn't have streaming services, you know, to all the youngins out there. Right. Uh, so I'm like, hey, uh, I really want to get this album. It was this, and it was that, and Crunk Juice, I think, came out around the same time. <laughs> so it was like between those two albums. Like, I really, really want to get this album. Uh, can I get it? And she got it for me. And I remember putting it on, playing it, and she eventually, instantly regret that whole decision of me getting this fucking <laughs> album. <laughs> so shout out to that. RP to my mom. Like that's a, that was a funny story from my childhood. I always love. Yeah. Because we came in, I think it came in on fucking, what was the opening track on D12 world? Get up. Yeah. That 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. That shit. So yeah, yeah I remember she that's heard that. So she crazy. like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, in other music news, oh dude, I, oh, and actually, shout out all the moms by the way. Mother's Day is coming Mother's up. Mother's Day is week, coming so. up. Uh, RP to mine, but got my grandma around, so that's gonna be good. Gonna take her out Absolutely. and do something. So, uh, yeah, shout shout out to all the moms out there and all the mothers to be as well. That's for sure. That's for sure. I'm sure there's going to be quite a bit of mothers to be coming out of this pandy. Hint, titty, hint, hint. <laughs> uh, dude, I didn't even know Dram and Alchemist dropped, and I, I do want to check those out. Who did? Uh, Shelly FK Dram. Big Baby Dram. Oh, he, he did? changed his name, yeah. Oh, he changed his name? I didn't know yeah, that. She, but, yeah, we'll, uh, 
we, I oh, want yeah, to talk about that, but yeah, there is a couple that I didn't get around to listening to. Sufjan Stevens has an album out that I want to hear. Um, Flying Lotus released the um, soundtrack to his new Netflix anime yeah, series Yakuze. that's also out. Yakuza. Um, I know the title, the the theme song with Thundercat the we played last Postman. week, which is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> and I've heard good, great things about the show. Have you started it yet? It's very mid to me. I'm you think it's mid? I, I love Lakeith Stanfield, and I love Flying Lotus. I'm also an anime fan. As an anime fan, the story is very mid. Is, is Lakeith um, one of the characters? He's the main character. Oh, okay. Yeah, he is, uh, he he is Yakuse. Of, okay, I saw that he was signed on as one of the um, producers. And he's an executive producer, he and he is the main uh, voice on the show. That's pretty cool. Um, in other news... Uh, our favorite, like, Gen Z artist is dropping a new album. Not our favorite new Gen Z album, but Billie Eilish is dropping an album. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. She looks phenomenal on that Vogue cover. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah good job yeah. to them. Uh, Billie Eilish is dropping a new album, Happier Than Ever, on July 30th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm with it. I actually really went back and listened to When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? And to be honest with you, I I was definitely one of the people who wrote Billie Eilish off. I thought it was just like more of like a, you know, just like a teen thing. Like, all right, you know, it's not. I'm not the demographic for this. It's not for me and stuff like that. She got some bangers on that album, and mm-hmm. I'm expecting the same thing. She actually dropped a single too, uh, called "Your Power" on here, uh, on the streaming service as well. I haven't had a chance to check it out, but I probably will on the way home. So shout out to Billie Eilish, shout out to Phineas, that whole camp. Like, yeah, she definitely intrigues me. I'm like, the, I was late to the party, so I don't even think I even listened to her first album or whatever. I heard like the songs that are popular or whatever. I'm definitely gonna dial into this new one because I, I, whether I like it or not, I guess will be determined. But I definitely want to follow her career because I find her very interesting. Billie and, Eilish is a very interesting person. Yeah, and like, so. that's what and that's what intrigues me about her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I, I'll check out your music more in depth now. Even though I did enjoy, it. like I on first listen, I did not like that. We we all fall. Where do we go? And I went back into it and listening to it. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, without an expectation on it mm-hmm. and then i'm like oh okay you know what i listen to it subjectively yeah subjectively is my new favorite yeah. word so <laughs> so we listen to i listen to it like that and i'm like all right i get the appeal she's dope yeah i like i i really do enjoy her music cool so, yeah i'm yeah. gonna check it out for sure um let's see i don't think i had too much else written down for my notes let me see if you uh, had your... nfl draft miller's got the book coming oh, out shit how do we miss that R.P. to Mac Miller. Uh, Mac Miller's estate, which I'm assuming is his parents, probably his brother, yeah, uh, is releasing a book called The Book of Mac, and it's detailing on the life and times of Malcolm, Malcolm Mac Miller McCormick. I think the most intriguing thing about this book is it's supposed to have a ton of like stories from his friends and different fellow artists um, talking about different things that they did together, and we know that there's millions of those out there because he was sl- behind the scenes helping everybody out. So. Yeah, he was. So yeah, shout out Mac Miller and his whole team, his parents and everything. His mom is a pretty awesome lady. You see, G Easy and E Forty dropped a single. By the way, I missed that one. Oh, too. I didn't. All I didn't black, G Easy and E Forty. It just came on my radar. Um, uh, also, go watch Godfather of Harlem because it's getting fucking awesome. Go this watch season Invincible. Two. <laughs> that too. Yeah, Invincible was amazing. Just wrapped up. The show was great. Uh, shout out to all the draft picks, by the way, in the NFL draft. Yeah. Uh, I really did like the Lions pick, uh, Penny. I, 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 didn't I forgot even see his last the, name. Dude. Yeah. He, he, I know he's offensive lineman for Oregon. Okay. He was going to be a monster. Uh, they're saying, I've, people are saying that 
that was the one surefire Hall of Famer in the first round mm-hmm. was the Lions pick. So that's good. We'll see. And now, you know, Zach Wilson from my Jets. Meh. I'm not really a big fan of him, but we'll see what he does. But they did pick up a dope-ass offensive lineman. This was a really big offensive lineman-heavy draft as well. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, you know, number one pick, went to Jacksonville. Yeah. So. We'll and if see you're not watching the NBA right now, go check it out because it's been getting pretty interesting, dude. I had a really enjoyable time watching um, the Trailblazers versus the Brooklyn Nets the other night. That was a fucking good game. And Portland looks awesome. I mean, KD and Harden were out, so, like, obviously they had definitely the disadvantage, but – Portland is looking awesome with Dame and go uh, Dame Dalla. And you got you don't put on some um, Dame Dalla Carm- while we at it. Carmelo. No, I'm not going to do Dame that. I'm definitely not it? doing Dame Dalla again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, since we're running long, that'll probably be wrap it up for our show here today. I'm checking my notes. Real- um, oh, Aaron Rodgers wanted out of Green Bay. Oh yeah, I saw <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, and they. I don't think they. Dra- who did they draft? I think they drafted. They might have drafted a quarter. No, they didn't draft a quarterback. They drafted a cornerback. Mm. So that's going to be interesting. He's not going nowhere. I. I- <laughs> He's still on the contract now, so he ain't going anywhere this year. I don't think he is. Yeah, he is. Oh, he got one more year? I think he's got one. He might have like a a a clause in that shit, though, but we'll 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 see. see. We'll see how that plays out. And then last but least on my notes is Kurt Cobain's last photo shoot will be sold as an NFT. Which next week we're going to dive into this a little bit more because I find them kind of confusing, and I think we could spend a good 10, 10, 15 minutes on this next week. Yeah. I'm going to give you the rough version right now. So imagine like an artist, like you sell a piece of art, and you still keep the royalties of that piece of art. So no matter how many times that gets sold, you still get a check out of it. Mm-hmm. So that's the the short but sweet version of it. But we'll go into detail. Yeah, the, next the reason week. I wanted to go into detail is because I've every other fucking day I'm seeing a new and so this person's launching a new NFT. This person's launching an NFT. I'm like, all right, I need to like hone in and figure out what this NFT shit's all about. But anyways, uh, with leaving you being that love and light in this world are the two most two of the most important things ever. And E Man just reminded me of it. We're going to leave you with The Power of Love by Luther Vandross. Who, by the way, actually sung for uh, David Bowie on his second oh, album. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I did. didn't know that. There's, <laughs> so there's another podcast I started called Disgraceland, and I found that out. Yeah. And it was about, like, cele- Disgraceland's amazing. It's about celebrity I'm crimes, by the way. But they talked about Luther Vandross for a minute and uh, how he sung back up for David Bowie on his second album. It was an American Dream yeah. album. Yep. Fucking amazing. Did not know that. Yep. So that was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So shout out to Bowie, shout out to Luther Vandross. Rest in peace to both of you guys. We miss you. And here's the power of love. Your music lives on forever. When I say goodbye, it is never for long. Cause I know our love still lives on. Again, exactly like it was Cause I believe in the power